Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. So today I noticed how weird Las Vegas is. This is me continuing my streak of uh, podcasts based on noticings that I did while I was in Las Vegas, because man, is that a fertile ground of things to notice. I've chosen to lump together a whole bunch of things that probably could have qualified on their own as individual noticings. The only thing is, I probably would have kept coming up with the same creative lessons. They would have been like, do quirky characters or write like Elvis or something like that. I don't know. So I'm, I'm condensing everything into this idea that Vegas is weird. Now, I do say that affectionately. I think that Vegas is um, very glitzy and and overstimulatory, if that's a word. And for me, uh, I mean, I, I can really turn on the extroversion. I actually have a noticing about that coming up soon. So those of you who are introverts and want to hear that one, well, stay tuned because it's coming. But that said, I ha- I do have a limit and Vegas is that limit. Like I can only stay in it for a while and it is just so much like in your face. But aside from the, the in your face aspect, let's say, because Vegas is kind of pushy, like it's kind of like, Hey, you're going to listen to this incredible amount of noise, or you're going to pay attention to these incredible flashing lights or something like that. The, the weirdness aspect of it isolated from the pushy aspect of it. I actually have great affection for it, not for Vegas in particular, but for anything that's outside of the ordinary. So know that when I say that Vegas is weird, that's not derogatory. It's, it's affectionate. It means that it's, it's odd. And I like odd. Like I think that we are odd. So with all of that said, it, it, it is an unusual place and sort of the reason that I'm even doing this little Vegas aside in the noticings world, because when there's things that are interesting, that's should be creative fodder in itself for those of us who are writers, which is most of us listening to this. So I'm walking down the street and I'm just, I just need to go get like some groceries. Now forget about a grocery store. That's not something that you're just going to find on the strip. My best bet was like a CVS or a a Rite Aid or something like that. And I ended up um, asking some friends that were going to get an Uber to go to a Walmart to do some shopping for me. So I didn't successfully find what I was looking for. But while I was doing this, just walking down the street, I would run into all sorts of very interesting characters like the showgirls walking around in full plumage with, you know, this enormous feather on their head. That's the same size as the rest of their bodies with um, thongs on and their butts hanging out and stuff like that. Um, Not usually what you see people walking around in, unless I guess you live in New York. And so I texted my wife and I said, hey, if you're looking for the girls with their butts hanging out, they're here. She wasn't here. Um, But that was just the tip of the iceberg. There was a street performer who was like, seemed to be levitating, sprayed in silver and doing, you know, where they wanted tips. There were two of them and one of them was floating. I don't even know. It's a weird thing. And you could get right up close and you still couldn't tell that they were floating. And there were like... um, Chippendales type of guys with cowboy hats on handing out flyers. And by the way, the escorts also hand out business cards as if, um, hey, you're looking for some company tonight? Here's a business card. Same as if I were networking with you in any other venue. 
And just seeing this is is like this enormous sense of overwhelm and weirdness. Oh, by the way, if you haven't been to Vegas recently or ever, and you don't know this, Vegas is the only place left in the United States where people still smoke cigarettes in public. I don't think that's literally true, but it certainly felt that way to me. I am so unaccustomed to that. And you walk through the casino and it's like this blast of cigarette smoke. It's just, it's just unusual. That's the point. And so it made me think just kind of about unusualness, really. That's, that's the larger creative lesson is what if we were to add some kind of Vegas flash? Because I guess it's not just unusual. It's flashy, unusual. It's not just people being quietly different or doing quietly different things. It's the, Things that I, it's the two things I mentioned before the weird and the in your face. So if you can think of something that was weird and in your face, because by the way, the showgirls walking around with their giant feather heads were not just walking from one gig to another. They were trying to entice people into take photos with them or hand out flyers for their shows or something like that. Not really a showgirl type. I just kind of skirted them. But that said, that was going on. And so what, what about that? I mean, Vegas is popular. And what if you could insert some of that glitz, even just for color, even if it's not really your thing, even if you're not like a Vegas person, the fact is that that's a different element. And if you can add a different element, I mean, I personally think anything you can do to differentiate your story from your last story within reason, of course, or from anyone else's stories or just shake things up, that's usually a good thing within certain bounds with, with moderation where you're not just crazy for the sake of crazy. And so adding surreal elements like larger than life characters or weird settings, or even just plot twists that seem weird, that's not a bad idea. Uh, Elvis in his later years was known to have that white rhinestone suit. And so I think of Vegas and I think of rhinestones. And so what if, what if your writing just had a little bit of sparkle rhinestones to it, a little bit of Elvis bedazzled up sunglasses. So infusing those elements can add a lot of, let's say, color, because those are colorful characters, almost by definition. If you think of it in terms of plot twists, it's like, well, what's a flashy plot twist? You can do that sort of thing too. But the larger thing, like one step above that is that in addition to being weird, when I say it's weird, it's also surreal. It's almost like I could go walk down the strip in Vegas totally sober, or I could get messed up on a hallucinogen and walk down a normal street. And I think my experience might be kind of the same. So I, I mean, I, I don't need this lesson because I do this maybe too much, but let me just say that adding surreal scenes is a really cool thing. So when I look at Vegas and I say how surreal that is, that's like after my own heart, I really love the idea of having, well, you know, trippy stuff going on, almost like it's an LSD trip. By the way, the drug trip scenes in movies, I know it might not be uh, kosher from a like, we're corrupting the children sort of perspective and glamorizing drugs, but those are the best scenes. Let's just say, if you've seen the Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent has a really good, I don't remember whether it's mushrooms, I think it's LSD scene. That's the best. I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, but blurring the lines of reality can be a really interesting way to shake it up too and give you ideas for what might be part of like a dream sequence or a hallucination or any of that sort of in your head stuff that so much of my work tends to have for some strange reason. And then lastly, adding creative characters. 
So the day-to-day people walking around Vegas, the tourists actually aren't that that odd. Um, I, I've found weirder people going to, and again, weird being an affectionate term, going to New York or LA, you see more unusual people ordinarily, like just ordinary people. Like in LA, I saw a guy walking a cat on a leash. Pretty sure that's the only place that that exists, just saying, is in LA. But in Vegas, the characters that were working were really over the top. I mean, there were obviously all sorts of like Elvis impersonators and showgirls, a lot of kind of half naked people walking the street. If you take those oddball characters and you drop them into your fiction, it can be really interesting. It can be really an element that you maybe didn't really think about, even even if it's a foil, even if you have a story that is more or less down the center to begin with, but you have a supporting character who's a weird foil against which the other characters can react. You know, sometimes you'll have those characters that steal the show. The only one that's really coming to me now for some weird reason is there was Hugh Grant's roommate in Notting Hill. It's terrible that I can't think of something more contemporary, but hey, I'm working off the cuff here. And that dude stole the show for me because he was just crazy. And and I love having those minor characters who are off the wall. So just something to consider when you mix it up a little bit, add a little bit of Vegas razzmatazz to your stories. It might do you some good. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, be sure to visit johnnybtruant.com slash subscribe and sign up so you don't miss anything. Now, subscribing is free, but for just a few bucks a month and the good karma that comes from supporting the arts, you'll also get all the member stuff, bonus episodes and articles, behind the scenes peaks, and the weekly one drink book club where my creative friends and I talk shop over Friday cocktails. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.